Today's podcast is sponsored by NatureBox. NatureBox ships great tasting wholesome snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and start snacking smarter with wholesome, delicious treats like dark cocoa almonds. Support the podcast by ordering a free NatureBox sampler box at naturebox.com slash RHAP. Get some free NatureBox snacks at naturebox.com slash RHAP. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sisterina here back with another Survivor exit interview. And of course, uh, today we are going to be speaking with the latest person who got kicked off of Survivor and that would be Vince Sly, coconut vendor, life coach, and latest person kicked off of Survivor. So we're going to talk with Vince in just a little bit. I am looking forward to uh, this exit interview because I have a feeling Vince is going to have a lot to say and a lot of interesting things to say. And so that's what's coming up here in this podcast. Last night, got to talk to Steven, did our big survivor know-it-alls recap and got into it and it was a night where uh we really tried to figure out uh who made the right move uh last night because it was a night where it was seemingly a comedy of errors for the no collar tribe so we tried to get to the bottom of that and steven and i had a very fun conversation so if you want to check that out you can always hear those shows at robswebsite.com or watch the video of survivor know-it-alls every wednesday on Rob has a podcast. Then today, after this podcast, we have our big recap show coming up with Chaos Cass is going to be my guest, and we're going to talk with her. I will be taking your questions on Facebook on our Facebook page at robiswebsite.com slash Facebook or Facebook.com slash Rob is a podcast. Either way, it takes you to the same place. And then I'm going to be answering your voicemails with Jessica Lease. So go ahead and get those voicemails in. Usually record that around 6 or 7 uh, p.m. Eastern time. So get those in by uh, the afternoon and you can get them onto the show. Go to robiswebsite.com slash voicemail or 323-282-RHAP. And before we get to uh, the interview, I would be remiss if I did not remind you that Rob is a podcast is nominated for two podcast awards here uh, at the upcoming 10th annual podcast awards in Las Vegas. So uh, if you are feeling up for it, when you listen to this interview, you could vote for Rob is a podcast at podcastawards.com. Daily voting continues through March 18th. You could vote once every 24-hour period, and uh, we greatly appreciate that. All right, so let's go ahead. I see that Vince is on the line. Let's go ahead and patch him in. Vince, are you there? Hi, Rob. What's up? Vince, good morning. How's it going? Hey, brother. Yeah, good Good to talk to you. Yeah, man. Yeah, Vince. I've uh, heard a little bit of your podcast from time to time. Oh, good. I, all positive. I hope this is going to be on the. I hope this is going to be on the light side of the dark spectrum. <laughs> I hope so too. That uh, <laughs> well, that's always what we're shooting for: light side of the the dark spectrum. Anyway, uh, Vince, I am devastated because I wanted to have you as a part of our Survivor Worlds Apart experience the whole way through. Thirty nine days of Vince, I wanted. Yeah, why is that? Because you were great TV. I definitely brought, I, you know, I offered a lot of content. Yeah, you did. I offered a lot of content. And the, um, the way that I was portrayed episode one, albeit a lot of fun to watch, was a little odd, awkward to see. Uh, it was maybe an alternate perspective I'm not used to seeing. My view of, of myself or personal view would be different. Uh, perception, not only, I feel like, it was a, an inaccurate portrait. Yeah. Uh, episode two, much more accurate. I, you know, I, I can't say that anything they showed in episode two was outside of uh, my normal reaction or uh, temperament 
but the first one was a a little wacky. Okay, well, let's talk about what happened in the game, and we'll get touch into all the stuff with the edit. Yeah, sure. Um, so my biggest question for you is, did you have any idea of what Nina was saying to Will, which ultimately made yes, him? Yes, I did. You did? Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she was forthright with me about everything that was going on. Everything. I mean, uh, oftentimes I would call people out on like, you know, we'd start a conversation like, so what's going on, man? You feel like you're getting in, into a a better relationship with Nina was happening there. And then, you know, later conversation, I find out some things there. I go back to Nina. I was like, so I heard that you and Joe made an alliance. What's up with that? She's like, Oh, I did. It's not truthful. You know, Nina was the only person that would just straight come to me. I didn't really have to ask her anything. She'd just be like, I I shook Joe's hand was totally fake and blah, blah, blah. Uh, she was the only real alliance that I had out there. And when she, that little slip up, when that when that happened, she definitely came back and apologized profusely. Yet I think it was a little bit too late. Now, did you have a one on one conversation with Will after all that? Because it seems like, at least from what we saw on TV, that was you know what turned him against you. Right. Well, I think that um, now it's really hard to say. If it was one thing, sure, it could be some little idiosyncratic statement, uh, a way that you hold your body, gesticulation could be uh, the way that you look at somebody else and the way that that person in their extreme exhaustion perceives the way you look at somebody else that changes their perception of you and how they're going to play the game. There are those little things, but usually those little things are built upon a house of, of other data, you know, the other things that they have been picking up about you. So I won't pretend in any way here that uh, Will saw a little bit of crazy come out when I didn't sleep for three days. I didn't sleep for three days mainly because Will snores and I have a really hard time with snoring. Yeah. Uh, and there's, um, we talk, on top of all the other issues out there, all the other stresses, environmental stresses, uh, social, emotional stress, lack of food, dehydration, whatever. I mean, on top of it all, Snoring just is one of my biggest pet peeves. Maybe I <laughs> said that on How my, loud did he snore? Loud, loud, bro. We're talking like diesel engine parked outside of your window loud. Just loud. Okay, so um, again, I don't want to say anything bad. This is Jeff. It's joking. There's, I can't say that there's anyone on this cast I don't like uh, and that didn't bring the truth themselves a lot of game uh and i'm I'm greatly appreciative of that because as a big fan of survivor the last thing i wanted was a bunch of adults that i could just toy around with you know yeah turn into marionette dolls. so i'm i'm thankful that i get to play with people that were savvy enough to pick up on what i was doing did i get a little crazy uh from lack of sleep sure did you see that i'm i'm most certainly did we even talked about it but when I approached Will from day two and started this whole campaign against what I call the Barbie pack, the Joe Jen Haley tribe. So when I started this whole campaign against them, I realized the only way to break them up and make it uh, a vote that wouldn't be a tie at best would be to introduce a fake idol. So I had this whole thing uh, developing and he was part of it. You know, I, I approached him with all these ideas and Oftentimes, like as is the case when I'm counseling people, they have to find their own motivation. So I'd start a conversation with Will 
and then get him to the point where I'm like, so Will, what do you think we should do? And he's like, well, we got to get Joe out. And I was like, yeah, but we need Joe as a, he's good in challenges. I was like, yeah. So yes. So let's go with, let's go with chance. Get, you know, take, take the weakest of them out physically so that we're strong in challenges and they'll be better. Blah, blah, blah. Here's what's going on. It seemed as though he was on board with me strictly, if nothing more numerically. I mean, that's just the way the game goes is sometimes, you got to put everything else aside, all of your, your disdain for the environment that a person might provide you with. You see that with a lot of other players. I don't know what it was like to be out there with Philip and, uh, you know, a couple other people on his call out, but right. Vince, let me, let me just go back to something. Uh, so tell me about this, uh, fake idol because, uh, we were trying Uh to figure out last night about why did anybody, why would they split a vote? I don't know why they didn't show that in there. I mean, that was a big part of my strategy was like, how do you get a solid three in in a six, a, a, a tribe of six? How do you get a solid alliance of three and a tribe of six to split their vote? You have to have an idol. We didn't have one. So what I did was listen, you guys are neglecting Nina, and what is she doing all day? Scouring the woods all day, every day. Nobody goes out of the woods for three hours and comes back with two sticks for firewood. You know, that's silly. She's out there looking for an idol, so it's day two. Day three, hey, man, she's getting, you know, like she's out there all the time. Day four, I'm pretty sure she found it. By the time day five rolls around, day six, we're going to tribal, and I'm like, she just showed it to me. She didn't have one. Yeah, that's smart, so, Vince. Look at you. Yeah, I mean, I, play, I played, to me, that's what I'm saying, like, in retrospect, like, what would you change about the game? Nothing. I played a fantastic game, and I'm so stoked about this guy. I loved it. Uh, and I would, I, the only thing is that when you go back into it uh, with a belly full of food and six months of good sleep, there's a whole lot of things that you would have done differently, but then place yourself back in the scenario where you haven't eaten or slept for five days your actions are going to be just as wonky and crazy. Let's go back to last week's show. And I want to know uh, about, I, I'm sure you were not thrilled when you saw how uh, Jen was characterizing you uh, in the last episode. Were you, were you in fact jealous of Jen's relationship with Joe? Well, thanks for bringing that up because that has been a point of contention over the last few days or especially the days uh, preceding the, the premiere it was hard for me to watch that because that's not at all what my perception of it was. I get that it makes good TV, et cetera, et cetera. I'm a fan of the show. And I've, I, I'm, you know, ultimately you have to just succumb to the narrative that they, they, they provide the viewers with. However, even though I did supply them with that content, it wasn't necessarily just the way Jen was making it out. It seemed as just, I gave him a lot of content as in I'm willing to express myself maybe more wholly or fully just generally be more expressive than uh, most people are right up front. So we have a conversation that's an hour and a half. That goes deep. You learn a lot about somebody. You learn about their family history, their temperament, where they've traveled, you know, some some the circumstances of their life that you, you bond through these stories through, through sharing. She and I are both travelers. Uh, most certainly she is a, she's into gameplay. She likes to strategize. And I was down with it. I wanted to work with her right off the bat. I was like, here's somebody who I feel like I just get a whole lot more than anyone else. Look into the eyes of Haley. She just 
looked scared. You know, she looked like, uh, like, a, like a, a Vietnamese kid in the middle of the woods during the war. You, you're like, are, wow. are you okay? Can I get you anything? I mean, I, I look, uh, the way that it was shown was that I had this crush on Jen and subsequently it was crushing that she had a crush on Joe. And then I turned against Joe. Those little side looks and the way they edited, you know, that's fun. This is part of TV. It's the experience of just like, a movie's not shot in a single, I mean, most movies aren't shot in a, in a single take. And neither were these scenes. Some of these scenes are cumulative from maybe it's like five different days of experiences. Yeah. Three different conversations, different side looks. I'm not going to get into like the, the crazy editing and stuff like that. Or the we way understand. Yeah. You know, but it's fun. It's fun. So the hard thing for me was I don't, that perception of my personality is so drastic, so drastically different than who I feel that I am and who my, my friends, peers, family, lovers, don't see that. They're like, who, who would, that's like, that's not you. Like, I don't care how tired and exhausted you are. You don't get whacked out crazy. I've never seen you have like an instantaneous crush on somebody who's obviously not a super sweet, kind person. As Jen just tended to take that approach on the beach, which was more of like a kind of a sharp shark attitude. Okay. Let me ask about how Jen and Haley were with Nina. Did you feel like that was portrayed accurately, that it seemed like the other women in the tribe did not have a lot of patience for Nina? Okay. Yeah, it's, this is another thing people bring up a lot. And I feel like it was mostly experiential differences, uh, somewhat age-related, in that their willingness to coddle and participate and not necessarily, I'm going to say coddle, not that's the right word, but Nina requires extra sensitivity. She can't hear you very well. You have to speak. You can't just be walking away and say something, expect her to hear it. You have to direct it at her, not taking the time to even acknowledge that that was a requirement for her hearing felt to me a little cold. And because they weren't willing to put that effort, here we are on the beach together. We all made it out on a show that we wanted to be on for fucking ever. And it just seemed like right off the bat, oh, you can't hear me? Well, then F you. You know, it, she did seem a little excluded, but I don't know if that was because maybe they just couldn't emotionally accommodate another person. They already had all their own thoughts, emotions, insecurities, fears, phobias, anxieties, and then couple that with trying to maintain this, this connectedness amongst that little Joe and Haley tribe group, uh, the Barbie box. So I don't know. I mean, I, it, it just like my, my perception is that under those stresses, oftentimes the, the weakest part of yourself is pronounced the most and having lack or yeah, lacking the experiential knowledge that somebody with a disadvantage like that has some strength, which could benefit you and you can learn a lot from are often overlooked because your fears 
you got, you're inundated with fears and all kinds of other things you need to focus on. So then the immaturity comes out and it's played out in a scenario, which we see on TV as too deeply, uh, I don't know. So I'm trying to be really sensitive here because I truly care about these people. You know, it, it seems really insensitive what they did. And in, when I was out there, I felt as though it was, I was kind of, uh, the glue that yes, kept the, it all together. The glue. For That's right. Um, all right, yeah. real quick, I, I know you gotta go, uh, 30 yeah. seconds. If you have one piece of life coaching advice to give to the remaining members of the no collar tribe, what would it be? Get your shit together. All right. That's, that's good. All right. <laughs> Vince, uh, th- thanks so much for coming on. Hope the coconut business is, is doing well. Everything's good in coconut, uh, b- coconut vending. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a side project that I adore and I'll continue doing it for as long as it's, uh, it's fun okay. and profitable, but you know, I focus much more on my counseling now. All right, great. Thanks for coming on with us, Vince. Hope that we stayed right, on thanks, the right Rob. side of the dark spectrum for you. <laughs> All right, cool. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. That was Vince Sly here on Rob has a podcast. And uh, yeah, Vince very, uh, did not like the edit, did not like how, uh, he was portrayed on the show. And, uh, you know, never like to hear that people, uh, did not seem like they really enjoyed. I, I guess he did it sound like he enjoyed the experience and he liked the people, but, uh, felt like probably like, he didn't like the TV show part of uh, the game. And, um, you know, you always want to hear that everybody uh, came away with like having a really uh, positive experience uh, with everything. But I think he was really good TV. He was really good TV, uh, especially when you could probably edit down some of those sound bites. And I think that would probably you could understand why these, you know, survivor editors uh, used bits and pieces of, of what he had to say. Anyway. Let's get into talking about this week in Survivor history, and let's go ahead and patch in our resident this week in Survivor history expert. Here he is, Jordan. Jordan, are you there? I am here. Rob, how's it going? Jordan, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. Yes, and I'm very excited to hear about what happened on this week in Survivor history. Yes, me. Um, I have some uh, some pretty good... Uh, material for you and we're actually going to have something that relates uh very much to the episode that we just watched last night okay perfect all right so uh let's kick off the this week in survivor history segment this week in survivor history with your host jordan kalish yes you almost got it that time it's so close uh it is actually kalish um but i i kind of knew that was coming though why what what did it say it said it said Kalish, um, but it's really pronounced Kalish. And if you could remember that, it's like every kiss begins with K. Every all right, that's uh, uh, so K is the start, first. It syllable. starts with K, and, and then, then and then wish, and, and, and wish, then the next letter is is is, is Lish, which which um, rhymes with the first syllable of fishback. Okay, and it's just and it's said said the same way that it's spelt. Uh, it is not said the same way that it's spelled. It's actually the way that it's uh, that it's spelled is probably Kalish. Yeah, but it is pronounced K-A-L-I-S-H, right? That's how it's spelled. There should be a Y in there somewhere. OK. All right. Um, so for for next week, uh, we will try. We will get it uh, with a Y. OK. 
All right, yes. uh, for next week's show. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, this week in Survivor history is brought to you by our friends over at Nature Box. And you never have to ask for a why when it comes to Nature Box because they will give you the answer. It's great tasting, healthy snacks that are convenient. And really, the convenient is the important part, Jordan. Yes, uh, you gotta love that they're gonna send those uh, the, the almonds to you and all the uh, peanut butter nom noms. Yes, because uh, you get delicious, healthy snack options sent right to your door from Nature Box. You don't have to worry about too many artificial flavors, artificial colors, or sweeteners. No trans fat, no high fructose corn syrup, and the snacks taste great too. Otherwise, you wouldn't eat them if they just like were good for you, but they tasted bad then you wouldn't even call them a snack. That would be called something totally different. No, I, I'm, I'm going to be a, uh, a health teacher, and I give this my seal of approval. Yeah, and if you want to go out there and look naked and be like one of these people that, you know, it, the good nudity, uh, you're going to get these snacking with the nature box, right? Yeah. Go ahead and do it. So go check out Sriracha Roasted Cashews, Pistachio Power Clusters, Peanut Butter Nom Noms, Dark Cocoa Almonds. Uh, they've got it all. Go try it out for free. Uh, you'll get a trial box with five of the most popular Nature Box uh, when you go to naturebox.com slash RHAP. You know you're going to snack. Get smart about it with Nature Box. Go to naturebox.com slash RHAP. Get a free trial box of delicious snacks. Okay. Uh, of of delicious snacks, even yes, and and is eating nature nature box naked? That is good naked, right? Yes. Is it is it delicious snacks or is it delicious snacks? I believe it's uh, delicious, not not delicious, which sounds kind of like Diana Mendoza. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, let's get in the time machine and let's talk about this week in Survivor history, Jordan. What do you got? So we're going to go back. We're not going uh, for this first part. We're not going as far back as we did last week. We're going to go three years ago, March 7th, 2012. And this is three years ago, this coming Sunday. Uh, I'm sorry, this coming Saturday. Um, and this is an episode, the episode actually where Bill Posley was voted out. Oh, um, my Survivor God. One World. And yes. this is the episode, of course, titled Bum Puzzled. Yes. Former host of Survivor Live. Yes, Bill Posley is a really uh, a YouTube sensation like Will Sims. Yes, yes. And <laughs> normally in Survivor history, uh, when the team wins the immunity challenge, they're safe. We don't see them for the rest of the episode. But in Survivor One World, the Monono tribe, which was the men's tribe, uh, decided that they were going to go to tribal council and give up immunity. And there was a long series of events that uh, that led up to this, um, but the the short of it is that Colton and Bill Posley did not get along. Colton decides that he is able to convince his tribe, even convince Bill to give up immunity because it had to be um, a decision that everyone on the tribe made. Um, and this is a, a very controversial episode in Survivor history, not just because uh, the Monono tribe gave up their immunity idol. Yes. Why else? Well, uh, Colton made some uh, some comments, not only at Tribal Council, but before Tribal Council also, where he didn't agree with uh, with Bill Posley's lifestyle of being a, a survivor after show host. Yeah, no, he a, 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 used to be a stand up comedian before he was an after show host. Oh, and he kind of, um, you know, he, he was kind of 
he just didn't like Bill for whatever reason. Bill didn't like Colton either. They almost got in each other's faces, and uh, I thought we would uh, we would actually have the first fight, uh, physical fight in Survivor history, where someone may get kicked out because it looked like it was getting to that point. But when they got to Tribal Council, uh, Colton started talking about how the only African American he knows in real life is his housekeeper. And obviously this did not paint Colton in the most uh, positive light. I blocked all this stuff out of my head for good reason. I know. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to bring it up. It's an ugly chapter in survivor history. You didn't tell us this was this week in an ugly chapter of survivor history. It is, it is an ugly chapter, but it's a historic thing that happened mainly because of the decision by the tribe to give up immunity. And that's what I'm going to focus on for the rest of this. Can you imagine any, a situation where you'd be on a tribe that would give up tribal immunity. I mean, I guess if we were throwing a challenge, I mean, it's, I guess it's the same idea, but the, that, I mean, it's just a, a dumb play. It, it is. I mean, once you've already won the challenge and every single, the fact that every single member had to agree. I mean, if you're throwing a challenge, the one person who doesn't want to throw the challenge could actually mess up your plans. And that's happened before where not everyone has been in on throwing the challenge and the throw failed. Um, so the fact that Bill Posley, who was the obvious one on the chopping block, agreed to uh, go to tribal council, it was a really dumb decision on his part. And normally, if you're if the, the whole tribe wants to make a decision and you're the one person who doesn't want to make that decision, you probably shouldn't uh, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't stand out like that. Yeah. But the fact that he was going to go home anyway, I mean, you might as well just say, yeah, screw you. We're not going to tribal council. And then. It was also a bad decision for Leaf, who uh, pissed Colton off earlier in the episode because he was the one who told Bill that Colton was gunning for him. And that's really what started all the issues. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do something like that, you know, do it for a good reason, not to get out Bill Posley. No, he, he seems he seemed like a nice guy. Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, let's go ahead. And uh, where else are you taking us, Jordan? I, I'm going to take you actually. And this is um, I'm going to break the rules a little bit. We're going to go last week in Survivor history because it was last Friday. So I wanted to talk about this today based on uh, on tonight's episode when uh, Vince Sly went home. Yes, this is uh, this is the episode in Survivor the Amazon, which was your first season of Survivor. Yes, I remember. Yes. uh, February 27th, 2003. And we had the younger, cuter girls who went off into the water by themselves and they excluded a member of their tribe who was deaf. And that happened in uh, in last night's episode, too, with uh, with Nina and, of course, the two other uh, women on her tribe. Yeah. You know, I don't think that Christy really wanted to hang out with Jen and Heidi like and Shauna. Like they had won uh, the reward challenge to win like beauty supplies. Uh, and they were off like going off and Heidi was like, yeah, the younger, cuter girls are like, look, we can't help it if we have better bodies. We need to go. Uh, and I, I think that Christy like didn't really want to go hang out with them anyway. At that point, uh, like the difference between Nina and Christy is that Nina wanted to go hang out with them. And I feel like Christy did not really want to be invited to go and go skinny dipping with Jenna and Heidi. Mm-hmm. And we have actually the uh, it's funny that the uh, one of the girls in this situation is Jen and they I don't know if they actually did exclude Nina or if Nina didn't know they were going. But we, it's it's hard to tell from the edit. Uh, but it was just very interesting when I was watching this episode last night. It reminded me so much of Survivor the Amazon. And I was happy that it was close enough in Survivor history to bring it up uh, this week. Yeah. 
And Dan Liu voted out of that episode. Oh, the the immortal Dan Liu. Yes, episode yes. three from Survivor yes. the Amazon. Um, yeah, and I hope those girls remember uh, next time they're skinny dipping, Nina needs to go. Yep. Gotta, um, they, Nina needs to go skinny dipping. It looks like they're going to be surfing next week, so hopefully they invite Nina surfing. Okay, we'll see. All right, well, I, we know you'll be surfing through the Survivor History book again next week. Yes, and uh, oh, lordy, hallelujah, uh, Joanna voted out this week in Survivor History. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, maybe uh, at the Survivor Nodals uh, show, maybe uh, we should have you regale everybody in the audience with a uh, telling everybody what week in Survivor History it is. I would love to do that. I'll be there. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll we'll see. All right, uh, Jordan. Uh, thank you again, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Love you, babe. All right. Love you, babe. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. That was Jordan back here on this week in Survivor history. So we are going to get set. I've got my interview with Cass coming up here in just about two hours from now. So I'm going to go ahead and start to compile all of your questions for Cass and uh, really looking forward to talking to her because uh, she can really help us break down this three tribe format and what to expect in the next phase of the game. So I'm looking forward to that. We've got uh, so much more stuff coming up uh, this week. Plus, uh, we're going to get into the amazing race on Friday night. I've got some more special uh, shows planned, hopefully soon that I can uh, announce once those are finalized. Then I will be headed to New York for the live Survivor Know-It-Alls with Stephen Fishback uh, next Wednesday night. And that's going to be a lot of fun. I think uh, it's going to be great to get to see so many people uh, who listen to the podcast and a lot of the uh, New York uh, Survivor crew that I don't normally get to see too often. So I'm very much looking forward to that. So looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about Vince and everything we talked about in this podcast in the comments on robinswebsite.com. Make sure you subscribe robinswebsite.com slash iTunes or uh, you can also get the Rob has a podcast app uh, on iOS or on Android. So have a good Thursday, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care, everybody. Bye. Now that the show's over, don't forget to go to naturebox.com. Sign up, get your free sampler box of great tasting, wholesome snacks. You can forget about that vending machine. Start snacking smarter with delicious treats like barbecue kettle kernels. Go to naturebox.com slash RHAP. That's naturebox.com slash RHAP.